y'all. Welcome back. I am so excited. This episode is a great one. we got a great guest, and I'm very thankful that he joined us. However, there's a small audio issue. It's got a slight echo. It's admittedly not that big a deal. I'm probably just, just overanalyzing it, but I did want to apologize for that up front. We recently switched over to a new recording platform, a new studio of sorts, and uh, I miss the old one. Uh, I can't lie. We're, we're definitely going to go back. It's it's kind of like that thing, like, you know when you break up with a boyfriend or girlfriend and you go to the bars and you get back into the dating pool and you realize, like, the dating pool sucks. <laughs> like, it is just nothing but garbage wall to wall, and you regret leaving the old one. That's I, I regret leaving the old one. So we're, we're going to go back to the old one, and the, the recording, the audio quality will be much, much better. The content quality, however, will still be the solid B, B minus you've come to know and love with this show. So don't you worry about that. We're still kicking out the the lukewarm jams over here. But genuinely, uh, we'll, we'll get that fixed. But thank you. I, I just I, I need to say that more often. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, there's a recent uptick in uh, listeners the last couple weeks. And any new ones of you and any old ones that told new people, thank you. I, I cannot stress that enough. I really appreciate that you gave me any of your time of your day. So thank you very much. I really think you're going to enjoy this one. Here we go. Y'all, welcome back. I am, I'm so excited right now because uh, tonight I'm having on a guest. Actually, I've known this guy for years. I mean, I honestly do that. Yeah, almost a decade maybe, give or take. But, uh, but yeah. Right, really. So, I mean, we, we've been talking about doing an episode for a bit, and uh, keep on the lookout for eventually Lars is going to start a show, Metal Dads podcast. So, keep that under radar. It's going to be dope. But tonight, we're going to be talking metal music. Uh, Lars is, I mean, genuinely one of my best friends, and he is by far my biggest metal head friend. Um, man, how, how long have you been into metal? When, when did you first into start metal. doing it? Yeah, uh, right? like I imagine a while. I mean, I. I started uh, like early, like maybe late middle school. I liked a lot of punk. Um, and then I got into like Metallica, Ozzy, that kind of stuff. Uh, Cause I play the guitar. So that was just the obvious kind of gateway. So yeah. that's where I started. But I, I don't think I was really like into metal at that point. I wasn't into metal like legitimately until probably junior or maybe even senior year of high school. Nice. All right. Well, I've got I've got a ton of questions to keep going down that uh, that avenue. But first, our millions of listeners that tune in every <laughs> week to this podcast, they want to get to know you as a person, sir. So I've got uh, I've got a little bit of a I mean, not even a little bit. It's a it's a it's a perfectly scientifically formulated system here. Uh, this is going to you're going to have to bear your soul with these questions. Are you ready? These dig deep. I'm ready. OK, I hope you're ready. This, this one's pretty personal. Would you rather be a lion or a shark? Oh, I had to be a shark. Yeah, you're the apex predator in your uh, your environment. Plus, I love like I've I've been scuba diving also for for like ever. Yeah, since you I was are, like I twelve or that. thirteen. Uh, so I would love to be in the water. Yeah. Okay, I can, but I mean, lions are apex predators too. Like I, in my I head, guess. I picture lions napping a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they have a pretty easy life. Here's the thing. Okay, so a lion on the savannah goes up to a water buffalo. The water buffalo charges. That lion's getting the fuck out of there. What what animal is a shark running away from? That's a really good point. Or swimming away from. Yeah, no, there's nothing that scares a shark. Like, there's, yeah, no, that's a good, I mean, lions and elephants are at least big enough that they could trample a lion. uh, Yeah, uh, rhinos and elephants could trample them. So maybe that's, huh. All right, solid know. choice, sir. No, I, honestly, I, li- I think I like that answer. <laughs> There's no wrong answer here. 
No, there is definitely a wrong answer here, sir. Had, had you. <laughs> All right. Uh, second question. And this one, honestly, I am going to judge uh, you very harshly on this answer. Like, I, I normally this, this quiz is a joke, but I, I take this very seriously. What are your thoughts on wearing sandals outside the house? Not like your backyard, not like walking around the block, but I mean, like, you're going to go do a thing. Are you going to wear sandals? Uh, I mean, it depends on the weather, but yeah. No, that's the wrong what do you mean? answer. No. No. If I'm, I'm I, going to the beach, I'm going to wear sandals. If I'm going to go pick up my daughter at school and it's 80 degrees outside, I'm wearing sandals. No. If I'm going anything more than 10 <laughs> feet from my home, sandals are not an option. I don't know how. And Sarah gets mad at me for this, but I literally, I've told my kids you're not allowed to go. Like, if we're going to the park and they're wearing sandals, I'm like, no, we're going, no, go back inside. Change. What? We are not doing this. But why? Because they are the most functionless footwear you could possibly what? put on your I feet. I guess, you're, okay then. You uh, By sandals, do you mean like... Um, Flip-flops? Is that what you're talking about? Because I have, like, off-all-terrain off, um, sandals that I wear Ooh. hiking. Okay. De decent foot coverage. You're not getting... But, I mean, can you at least still get, like, pebbles and shit into your sandals if you're, like, hiking around? Uh, it's a little... It's it's possible, but it's more difficult in those because nope. of the way they're... Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. You know, nope. You know what? No pebbles. Zero, zero percent chance if I wear regular tennis shoes or hiking boots or any other footwear. Zero Fair. percent chance. I, I cannot... Enough. I am so stunned. Like, I was literally at the mall yesterday with my kids because they, they wanted to go to the Disney store, and that doesn't matter. But the amount of, of adults walking around in sandals, I was like, what, what happens if something happens? What happens if you need to move <laughs> even slightly quickly? You fucking can't. You are so <laughs> hamstrung by these improper footwear. I, I am, and I, I know, like, Sarah, my wife gets on me all the time, but, like, I cannot handle it. I, I can't go anywhere i won't even wear like slip-on shoes i bought a pair of uh like like slip-on yeah i don't i don't do slip-on shoes no no <laughs> i want to tie these shits on to where i know they are not coming off i i need i need to be able to run at any given time and i know that's probably a weird thing that but i weird. cannot handle it you know it's like the more, when, the more i say this out loud and watching your face react to what i'm saying it's very weird i, I gotta weird. admit uh, but i can't get over it the slip-on shoe thing for me is because my dad wore slip-on shoes all the time and i just told myself Long time ago, I was like, never going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something. On a similar vein, my dad would wear tennis shoes to the point that, like, th there was no traction left in the sole. Like, it was, like, literally, like, holes being rubbed through. And I was like, what are you wearing? He's like, I don't know. They still work. And so, like, I can't do that. I am the other. If I have a pair of shoes for over a year, I basically get retired. It's so, like, if I've been right. wearing you, like, 100 times, that means you've outrun your, <laughs> your course. So I can't do it. Uh, all right. This one's more fun because I know you are quite the foodie. Possibly the biggest foodie I know, or at least top ten for sure. I mean, you know, have you first? Have you always been in like like a foodie kind of guy? Has that always, always been your thing? Always, yeah, yeah. Always that, and always spicy food. Like I've always loved oh. spicy food, dude. In fact, that reminds me, uh, I am drinking tonight on purpose in your honor a habanero pina colada seltzer. I haven't taken a sip yet, but I was genuinely. <laughs> that I, that I, might be delicious. I'm I'm not holding up high hopes. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I'm, I'm gonna test this live on air. Oh, no, that's horrible. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm going to have to go get a different drink. I mean, that, oh if it's anything God. like if it's anything like chili beer, it's very hit or miss. Like, if it's too chili heavy, it's like, it's too it's, much. Oh, it's like burning. Oh, my God, this is terrible for the podcast. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't have done this at all. Don't do that all with right. a drink. I, I guess I don't like forward. spicy drinks. I've tried. <laughs> I've had, like, a habanero margarita once because I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Terrible, stupid idea. Because I need spicy, spicy Mexican food, and then I want refreshment from my margarita, and it's just not there. No, but that, <laughs> that leads me perfectly into this question. 
Um, in this weird hypothetical scenario, you are given $1,000 and you have to spend it all tonight or, you know, and pick a night. doesn't matter. It could be next week. You have to do one meal. You can invite as many people as you want or as few as you want. I don't care. You can bring in 100 people, do a bunch of pizzas and keg beer. You can do a, a small group and do like expensive steaks. I mean, you can just do you and like an imported Wagyu beef with like a seven dollar uh, bottle of wine. You know what I mean? Like, what? How would you in this in this you know whatever scenario, thousand dollars? What would your go to be? Small group, super expensive, large party, whole bunch of pizza and cheap beer. What? What would you? I'd probably do? go in the middle. Honestly, I I thought uh, we used to do lunch crew together. Yeah. No one knows what that is, but we used to. <laughs> we used to get people it. together and try out new food, basically. Right. So uh, that one time we all went to Fogo de Chao. Hmm. So and it, the best part about it was it's it's not that expensive, but the nice part is you're waiting in between food, so it like automatically like spurs conversations. So it's like a it's like a social event in addition to the food. Also, uh, now that I'm thinking of it, I think honestly I'd rather I'd go to the Yabby Hut and do a crawfish oh, boil. Yes. Oh my God. That, that for that, anybody listening not in Denver, it's a it, it's a. Cajun crawfish joint, and yeah. they just literally they, they just cook hundreds. I don't know how many, and they just pour it on your table. Like they literally just bring the pot yeah. out you, and you just order pour it crawfish by the pound, and they dump it on your table. That's a party, honestly. That and dude, I, I like that your your go to is more of a social scenario as opposed yeah. to like the finest, you know, seven hundred dollar whatever the hell wagon. No, no, I mean that'd be nice, but nah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, okay, so because we are going to be talking a lot of metal music tonight, I do want to ask you about, have you heard the new Justin Bieber album, and what are your thoughts uh, on, on that? I Honestly, I, I, if a Justin Bieber song played right now that wasn't Baby, 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 or whatever that song is called, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Fair enough. <laughs> there's, I mean, it, it ain't your cup of tea. There's a couple decent songs. No. Off My Face I'm is sure really good. Are. I honestly, like, oh, yeah. he can, you know what I mean? He can really sing. And there's another one, As I Am. It's a really good song. I, I really like the song, but the lyrics are just, they're not aimed for me. They're not aimed for you. you know what I mean? They're not aimed for us. Yeah. The lyrics are something like, I loved you, but I left and I hate myself for it or whatever. Like, like, bro, like, you, like I love my wife and I'm not going anywhere because we have like two kids and, and a mortgage. So like, right. if, if no I, if kidding. I left, where, where am I going? Where I am I going? See, right. I, I'm going to a hotel, but also Sarah would like literally sue me. So now I'm like homeless and broke and like, so broke, it, yeah. it's just, it's, it's not it's a snowball that I'm not going <laughs> to go. It doesn't end. It just, that is, I don't want to pull on that thread is what I'm saying. So right. okay. looking back, back to your, to your teenage years, I mean, apparently your punk years, which is, which was kind of me too. I was a couple of terrible punk bands and whatnot. What was like, right. Are, are you – what was, like, the worst band that you liked, like, the cringiest oh, band I, uh, that you liked? You know what I mean? That's actually an easy answer. Is it? Uh, it's because I was, I was just thinking about this. It was a few months ago, but I was just thinking about a band I listened to in, like, early high school, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they still hold up. They yeah. don't. Uh, it's called – they're called Head P.E. I and think I know them. They're kind of, like – in between punk and metal, they were kind of like almost like a little bit of Linkin Park too, like rap metal. Ah. Like they, and I loved them back then. Uh, and like I said, like a few months ago, I was like, I'm gonna check these out again. They're terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I, I did the same thing. Uh, me and a buddy. Oh, Head B. I remember them. They were known as like Planet Earth or something, right? Like yeah, what they Planet also Earth. Yes. Oh man, I remember them. No, they were terrible. And I liked them back in the day. But they were along the same vein of and the, the band that I would choose to reference here would be Cottonmouth Kings. Like Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I remember <laughs> thinking they were so cool, man. And me and a buddy were hanging out like late, late night recently. We we're like, I wonder if like I bet they were like I just remember I liked a couple of their songs. Let's pull them up. And I was like, oh, these guys were trash. Like it was. Yeah. It was. It's all. It, there's no substance. It's all style. It's all just like check me out. And oh yeah, it was ha. all attitude and yeah, yes, was, yes. Was well, at that time, there's no excuse for this, but I was also into like new metal, and uh, that was just a terrible <laughs> decision. It, it it had its place, you know. Like it's it, it's it was it's like it a was gateway a drug. <laughs> That's the best way, because dude, yes, we Cottonmouth Kings is what kind of like I didn't really like rap or really like. I, I didn't even know if you call them rock, but at the time I was like, these guys are pretty hard. I was like, these guys are real real. They they, they go pretty hard. Like, no, they don't. But like they were more of a gateway. Like seventeen eight year old, seventeen eighteen year old me started like branching out a bit, you know, more or less or whatever. But they, that's. Oh man, looking back, head PE and Cottonmouth Kings. It was all just about wearing shirts that had like a middle finger on them. Just right. like I'm so, I'm so hard. <laughs> I'm 17. I live with my parents and I'm hard. And all their, Ugh. all their promo material was them uh, giving the middle finger at all times. And oh, like, dude, it, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so cool. I like every every skate park I went to. Like that's all everybody was listening to. So I was like, these guys are cool. So I'm gonna be cool like them. It was just, oh, God, I love it. Okay, so nowadays. What is your your favorite band now or bands now? You know what I mean. How, how hard for our listeners? How hard do you go? Oh, I, I go pretty hard. Uh, I don't yes, know. You do. uh, yeah. Uh, my favorite band will always and forever be Opeth. Uh, they were the first band that like blew my mind in terms <laughs> of like what was what was uh, possible musically. Um, but they're not. E- even when they were heavy, they weren't the heaviest thing I listened to. Um, like uh, how hard I go in terms of things I like. Nile's really heavy. Uh, Belfigor is crazy heavy. Like they're probably as heavy as I can stand. Is Belfigor interesting? So there is, there's a line. You, you do have That's a line, line of like some bands are because I mean I'll admit I can't go as hard as you. Like it, we listen to a lot of the similar music when we're hanging out at your house. And like I like probably eight out of ten, nine out of ten. But every now and again I'm like, holy shit, this is. This is a bit much, yeah. but even for you, there's a bit much. There, there's a line. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, Niall is probably the heaviest I can l- just listen to constantly. I could, I could listen to Niall all day and be fine. But the Belfigor is, like, my – it's too much. Like, I eventually hit, like, after three or four songs, I'm like, okay, it's it's too much. I'm starting to shake. I'm getting stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> so when you listen, like, how often, how often do you listen to music that isn't – Metal is metal. You're you're I, all day on, every day. It depends on how you. It depends on where you draw the line. Because uh, some things. Uh, I, I introduced you to that band uh, Leprous with that yeah. that has that crazy, amazing voice. High range. <clears throat> uh, I mean, they're considered metal, and like if you look there, that's where they're they are in the record store. But hmm. I don't know that they're actually metal. Hmm. No, that's fair. So but, I mean, do do you listen to? Do you listen to non-metal? Like, do you listen to pop? Yeah. If you're by yourself, would you ever, t- you know, you know what I mean? Like, would you, no? No, no. I mean, uh, the only, the closest to pop I get is like classic rock. Fair. Which has become pop, but that's not, it wasn't intended for that. You know what I mean? It, the radio has turned it into such, but that's a whole, that's a whole different yeah. thing. I mean, it's stuff being played, uh, classic rock's being played now as if it was pop, but it's yeah. not pop when it came out. So. Oh, dude, I saw. That's as close as I come. Again, at the mall yesterday, I saw a couple of teenagers. I mean, they, they probably didn't drive there. You know what I mean? Like they probably are young enough to where their like, parents dropped them off. And one was wearing a, uh, a Leonard Skinner shirt 
and one was wearing a Ramones shirt. And I was like, you guys don't either. Don't even know who that is. Like, first of all, I barely know who that is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying that I was like around or I have any like flag oh. to plant, but I was like, you guys have no, like, what the hell is good? Like, because it's just, it's just pop now. And that's fine. I don't really, I'm not judging anybody, but that's just, fine, yeah, yeah it's, it's just what it is. So what kind of, I mean, at concerts, when, when you do go to concerts, what kind of fan are you? Are you the like, push your way all the way up to the front row screaming? Are you like in the back chilling? Are you, are now, you a mosh pit guy? You know what I mean? Like, who, who are you now, in a show? Now I'm not. I'm too old for the pit. Uh, and yeah. I can tell you the exact moment I realized I was too old for the pit. <laughs> yes, yes, um, do that. But uh, now I'm the guy that sits back. I want I want a seat, if if all possible, where I can put my drink and <laughs> hang out. And if it's just me going, I will try to make friends with the people around me. So if I do go to the bar and get something or I go to the merch stand, they'll hold my seat for me. Yep. That's that's the kind of guy I am at concerts now. I used to be the guy. I never really was the guy who was like pushing my way to the front because I always hated that guy. Me too. But uh, two songs I was, in, you're just getting shoved to the side. Like, what are you doing, guy? The concert started. Right, Stand okay. still. Wherever you are is where you are now. Stop it. But I used to, uh, for a long time, uh, my place was the pit at all. Yeah. Times. Yeah. And oh I can pin- man. I can pinpoint the exact time it was in. Well, I don't know the year, honestly. Two thousand. It was after I was married, so 2008 or 9. It was, a Lamb, of God, it was a Lamb of God concert, though. And uh, it was during the band that opened for them, which was Chimera. And I got in the pit, and this was the first time this happened to me. Somebody, like, pushed me, which happens. And my first cool. thought in my head was, I'm going to turn around and punch this person. <laughs> and in, But instead of punching him, I, I told myself, you need to get out of here. Yeah. We're not, here to hurt. we're not here to hurt people. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the back, and we're gonna enjoy the show. Yeah, we're gonna calm Dude, down. <laughs> that I, I'm right there with you. In fact, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't put you on the the mosh pit type. I guess I I should have. Now thinking about it, but like I didn't put you as the mosh pit type. But dude, I used to same thing. I used to love that. I used to love throwing shoulders into dudes, and like I got kicked in the face. We all did so many times by like yeah. dudes that were crowd surfing and all that. But yeah, same thing. I, I couldn't tell you exactly, but I know somewhere along like eight, nine years ago, I went to some. It was like a maybe a Coheed show, and I was like, and Coheed's not hard by Coheed camera's yeah. not hard by any means. But I was like, I can't. They got a this. little pit though. Oh yeah, they do. And yeah. I, I went into it, and like thirty seconds in, I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like I'm not. I'm not yeah. made for this. Any, this is a young man's game or a really drunk old man's game. One or the other. You, you oh, yeah. have well, fun. I think you, you have to be able to keep your cool too. Like, and that was that was what kind of it almost kind of scared me. I was like, oh, I've never had the urge to like hit someone ever. And I was like, I just can't take being pushed anymore. Like, yeah, I hit a point where I don't I, I don't do that anymore. Dude, <laughs> Warp Tour back in like 2006 or whatever, you know, pitting it up, skanking around. Like, I wouldn't care. Like, I remember not caring yeah. at all. Like, if, if I took a kick to the face, literally, I'd just be like, oh, laugh yep. it off and move Get along with it. Yeah, it's just like that's part of it. And that's one thing, too, that I've always liked about pit culture that I, it, it, from punk bands to metal bands, I've never once seen somebody fall down and be trampled. Every time yep. anybody falls always, down, there's a, there they, is a collective They pause. generally stop and, like, yes. pick you up. There's usually kind of a, you know what I mean? There's kind of a collective pause. Like nobody gets trampled. Certainly, you know, n- n- nobody really gets into like a, well, I'm sure there has been fights, but at least no shows that I've ever been to. It's, I, it's, I've seen like, I've seen like one fight and that was. Yeah. Like, well, that was because there was an ICP guy. A ICP kid was at uh, OzFest. I think it was OzFest. It was one of the festival shows. It might have been Gigantour. Either way, it was a, it was a festival show. 
and he was messing with like getting in the pit and like swinging his arms like he's punching and stuff and and generally speaking like uh, at a metal show especially it's punching's generally frowned upon yeah that's not what Uh, we're doing so some really big dude came over and just annihilated him well that's gonna happen (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh honestly speaking of uh people getting annihilated at a show that brings (laughs) me to this week's quiz everybody get excited also uh anybody listening if you if you've listened to this podcast before all like 12 of you a thank you for listening seriously I, i should say that more often i really appreciate it b brace yourself this is uh this is the most metal quiz ever because a lot of these questions they involve death, so uh, oh, really? here we go, oh, everybody. We're like an actual metal quiz. Yes, we are. This is very right. metal, sir. At least the first question is: uh, July fifth, year oh, two thousand. Oh yeah, year two thousand, July fifth, the Summer Sanitarium tour. It had bands like System of a Down, System of a Down, Corn, Metallica, Metallica, Kid Rock. Back when he was kind of still doing rock yep. music, sort of kind, of, and you know, plenty others during the show. A fan stumbled walking down to his seat in the top rows, stumbled all the way down, fell to the bottom floor, and died. Question is, what band was playing when it happened? Oh, I, I remember, I remember when that when that happened because I, I actually went to that show when it was in Denver. Um, Hell yeah! If I had to guess, it'd been Corn. I mean, not a bad guess, I suppose, but it was Metallica. It was Metallica? Yeah, oh. which just goes to show you, Lars, metal music is evil and, and wrong right. <laughs> and bad, <laughs> and this would never happen at a country concert. Except it did. It would in never. August, in August, 13, <laughs> August 13th of 2001, Sugarland was playing at a state fair. Uh, a, a real bad storm rolled through, and they almost, and if you read, there's a bunch of shit I read, and a bunch of people literally regret. They're like, I can't believe we didn't close it. We meant to close the show, but then we're like, hey, it's already there. We'll just let it go. Anyways, seven people died when the stage Whoa. collapsed due to the storm. Question is, what state, state fair were they at, sir? Oh, Sugarland. Uh, bad infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> This is, What's, I, I, I don't even know where to start. Uh, what Georgia. state has the worst engineers? Georgia's sure. a good guess. <laughs> it's Florida. Indianapolis, the Indianapolis oh. State Fair. But that's not even, I mean, that's nothing, honestly. Uh, seven dying is nothing by comparison to many of these other uh, concerts that I found. This one goes way back. December 3rd, 1979, in Cincinnati, Ohio. 7,000 people rushed to the front when the band started playing. And the people in the front row, 11 people died and 8 people were hospitalized for a long time. Who was playing? What, 70 what? Seven, uh, 79, Cincinnati, Ohio. Who was playing? Who, who, was, who was everyone going crazy for in the 70s? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know who did. What, uh, can you give me a genre? Was it? I will give you a real big clue. Who was playing? Oh, the who? Yes, indeed, <laughs> sir. <laughs> um, all right. So December eighth, two thousand four, Columbus, Ohio. Damage Plan was playing a very small club. Uh, that was when Diamond Dimebag got shot, right? God damn it, bro! That was literally the question. Sorry. <laughs> No, you're good. That just proves oh, wait, you, wait, you are definitely you are definitely a metal fan. So I, I'm not even. Dimebag's one of my like, I, I love the. I play the guitar. I've been playing the guitar for like 20 years, over 20 years. And Dimebag, 
Oh, goddamn. It's my guy. That's a uh, dude. Yeah, that's it literally what happens. A uh, 25 year old opened fire in the club. There was like 200 people there and five people died, including who? That was the question. Dimebag Daryl, formerly of Pantera fame, which is just like, what a fucking psychopath. Thanks, guy. All right. Uh, two more. 2003, February 20th, Warwick, Rhode Island. We are at the Station Nightclub, which obviously everybody, if, 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 you're right, if you've been to Rhode Island, Rhode Island <laughs> <laughs> the band Great White was playing. They had a pyrotechnics display that fell sideways and set the club on fire. It is best I can tell. And I mean, I Googled this as much as I can find, whatever. It's the deadliest concert of all time. Oh. How many people died, bruh? And I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. The venue only held 250 people, but there was almost 500 people there. They oversold the shit out of this thing. Oh, jeez. How many people so died? Many that. Uh, I mean, it'd have to be over 200, right? 100. 100? 100 people fucking died in a fire because they were well over fire. Like, the band's manager got sued. The club's owner got arrested and convicted. Like, it was a huge deal because they, they basically doubled the venue, which is not a good idea. That's also, not, yeah, don't do that. Also, indoor pyrotechnics. What the? Who? What are we do doing? That. Are you kidding? Just right. don't. Like, I'm sorry. Just don't. Like, it's it's, right. it's silly. It, you it's can very, have a very... torch. Mess. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but but see, anything that shoots, just stop it. Just stop it. Yeah, it's insane. You're indoors, even if you're outdoors. It doesn't like it. If you require fire to enjoy a show, you're, you're not really <laughs> here for the show. Like you know, like you're not. That's that's on you, man. That's that's your fault. All right, last one. Tracy, California. December 9th, 1969, the Altamont Free Concert Festival. It was a huge festival that I've never heard of until right now. They were basically, they, they saw uh, that Woodstock kicked ass, and then a couple months later, California was like, we should do it, and they did. It was a four-day festival. It was free, so just thousands on thousands of people, you know, hippies in the 60s and everybody else showed up. It was a four-day festival. There were two hit-and-run deaths. There was <laughs> one drowning death. And one 19-year-old girl got stabbed to death. Here's my question. Sounds when like she got stabbed, <laughs> who, was <play> <laughs> who was playing on stage? What band was playing on stage while this poor 19-year-old got stabbed oh to death? Oh, my God. Uh, well, uh, what kind of – was it like a rock festival, I'm assuming? Yes. Yeah, so – man. I mean, I, I – I don't know. I'd probably go with. Uh, I'd probably. The only thing I can think of from that era is like Led Zeppelin. So. Damn close, bro. Rolling Stones. Like, oh, damn close. that isn't so bad. Yeah, no, <laughs> that wasn't so far off. <laughs> you were like, damn, damn, that was basically it. There's, I found plenty of others. There was an EDM show that had an incident. There was a TI, the rapper show, had an incident. Like, yeah, clearly, yeah. the issue, my point here, the, the issue isn't the type of music. You know what I mean? It has nothing oh, to no. do with quote unquote metal music. It, it's, it's the idea of gigantic gatherings of strangers whose right. sole purpose is showing up to just drink as much beer or do whatever else you want to do. And right. I'm not judging you for doing it, but just don't be a dick. And apparently exactly. plenty of people. One. Yes. <laughs> just, just don't. It's so simple. Everybody's here to have a good time. Nobody's here to start a fight except for you. Stop it. Just right. stop it. It's silly. Also, I'm sure you know this, the, uh, the Metallica concert in Russia. Have you seen in 1991 yeah, at the air Dude, or whatever? Estimated over a million people showed up. They had to call yeah. in. They had to call in a local militia, and when the local militia was overrun by just, you know, crazy folks, they called in 11,000 members of the Russian army. Yeah. Like, 
it got crazy. But again, I think it would have been crazy for anybody. I, I don't think it matters. Yeah, that, any large act in that kind of you put a million was, people together in Russia in the nineties. I'm right. I'm sorry, that's, that that's was, not. That was when Russia started opening up and allowing people to come back and perform and everything. So yeah. Was, yeah, the, the craziest part was they were selling – they weren't selling merch there because it was still like a weird gray area of like Western music. You're not allowed to like – so people were like buying and selling like bootleg cassettes, which is just – it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, I freaking love it. But OK, here's my kind of basic question. Do you feel – well, let's start here. Why do you like metal as opposed to other genres? What about it speaks to you personally? Well, it's uh, – it's like I said, it started with uh, – uh, at the time when I first got into things like Metallica and Ozzy, I was like learning the guitar and they were <laughs> um, impressive enough, but also just easy enough that you could kind of at least uh, mess with some of the songs. Yeah. Uh, so that's how it started. And then it became, uh, then I went through like a new metal phase, which anyone who's gone through one should apologize <laughs> immediately. But, um, <laughs> Uh, That's my bad, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) And then, uh, and then it became like I started. I started getting into more, what I would call legit metal bands. Um, Like I got into Lamb of God and Mastodon, and um, uh, I could go down a list. But the point is, I started noticing that not only was their music, in my opinion, their music was better. They also carried themselves differently. Like all the new metal stuff, like Mudvayne and Slipknot and all that stuff. Like it was a lot of it was posturing. It was like, how how um, how offensive can I be yeah. to get people to look at me, right? Yep. Um, the, the Marilyn Manson thread of like, I'm so crazy. Right. Exactly. I fuck on my forehead. Like, so right. <laughs> yeah. Big deal. These other bands, I mean, they still had the long hair. They still played really fast, heavy music, but they also didn't seem to give a fuck. Like, if you, if you liked it or not as long as they were making something they enjoyed. You know what I mean? Like, they weren't trying to be something they weren't. They were always, this is what they wanted to do, and they just put it out there. I like that, honestly. So it's it's kind of an attitude thing. Like, they weren't, there was no posturing involved. It was just, this is who we are. This is what we do. In a way, the the Slipknot and the Mud Veins of of the, the metal world, there's plenty others, it's almost, it's almost like the natural evolution of like the the shocking like eighties hair metal. Like I'm gonna wear pink and purple and and right. have like feather boas and like look at me crazy. Yeah, that's as crazy as you could get in the eighties. Good analogy, actually. You know what I mean? Like it, it was, and it, it, yeah, think of this real time. So it's probably honestly, I appreciate you saying it's a good analogy. It's probably not, but it seems like it was. There's not that much left to push. Well, I mean, there's I mean, just, the music got heavier. Mudvayne yes. and Slipknot are way heavier, but they're. Uh, it's that same type of thing. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. I'm doing shock crazy. value. Yeah. Yeah. Shock value. There's just the, the there's just not that much left to shock people in my, right. you know, just, just, just bullshit in real time here. Like there's really like, is there anything like if you went to a show right now, is there anything a band could do on stage that you'd be like, oh, I don't know about this. Like, I, huh. I feel I've like everything's. <laughs> have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, have, you, wh- yeah. have you ever heard of, have you ever heard of Watane? No. Okay. Well, is that a band? I, I imagine they are a band. I've never they're, even heard that uh, word before. Uh, they're a band that I have a complicated relationship with. Uh, <laughs> it, it's weird. I think their music's really good. Uh, it it just is. I don't. I don't. There's no way around it. 
their shows, I guess some people, they're not bad. I won't say they're bad. They're just not for me. Like, they are, like, you know, I like Behemoth, right? Oh, yeah. And Behemoth does a lot with their stage show. They do costumes. They'll do um, uh, big set pieces and stuff like that. But they never do anything that's, like, I, don't, I would say is, like, crazy or, like, outside of taboo. I mean, Watane comes out and literally puts dead animal heads on pikes. There's oh. fire everywhere. They drip, They come out with buckets of actual blood and dump it on themselves. Oh. Uh, it's, it's, it's an experience because it, I mean, it smells. <laughs> uh, and the so only it time is, I ever, it's real blood. This isn't, oh, like, it's real. This isn't it's, a prop. It was legit. And these guys, uh, I don't know how much of it is. I, I haven't looked into them enough to know if it's all like, like the new metal thing where it's all show and they're trying to shock people. Or if they're legit, like, into They're crazy. They're, oh, they're crazy. Um, uh, and there's no getting around it. I do like their music. I just won't ever see them live again. Don't like them as a person. <laughs> right. Well, they might That's be what... wonderful people. Yeah, I fair, don't know. Fair. Backstage, <laughs> I, after the show. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> Once they get all that blood off them, they're probably fine. Once, yeah, take a shower. We can have a beer. That's cool. Yeah. Wow, though. All right, so maybe. All right, but then. But, wow. I, even that, I will admit, is shocking. But it's almost, it's almost not. Like, I don't want to be there. I don't want to smell that or get that on me. At no, all. I was, you know what I mean? Like, I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> Did you make it through the whole show? And to be, well, yeah, well, they they were opening for Behemoth. Oh, shit. Which was funny. <laughs> so I was like, well, now I've got to sit through this. <laughs> I guess I'll smell this for an hour until the right. band I want to show up. Wow. See, I've seen bands that, like, you know, they'll throw, like, trash cans around and, like, you know, quote unquote trash the stage yeah I've seen but that like that's but that's been done you know what I mean like oh, yeah. I saw in fact a, a buddy of mine's band back in the day it was like so hard metal or whatever and their drummer used to come out wearing like a dress and like that's so woo crazy yeah. but like it's not anymore like the idea of the yeah. woo crazy I, I will admit dead animals on stage like legit animal heads oh, yeah, on was... stage that's that's uh, I'll admit that's new I'll, I'll, if nothing else for the showmanship I will give them credit that that is new it's at least i've not heard of that or seen that done before I, that's as that's as much of an envelope push as you could get i don't know what else you would even do anymore like if you were to try right now to think of something that would really be like shock shock value what would you even you know what i mean how I would you even know even, i don't know yeah well, without I, literally murdering an animal on stage because i can't imagine right. they actually kill the animal in front of people like that might be as far no, as it they goes were, they were already dead <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm guessing they literally, you know, that, that, they probably went to a butcher shop. And that's what I'm saying. I was like, I'm they guessing the, they went to the heads. store. Because my, uh, this is a this is a tangent, but I have to mention it. My uh, for my birthday, my uh, brother-in-law got me a pig head. Delicious. Cook. Yeah, honestly, yeah. What am I gonna do with it though? I have no idea how you cook that. I, I, I know. No, I. <laughs> that was the first thing I said when I opened it too. I was like. What am I gonna do with this? Do <laughs> you just smoke it? Like do you throw it on the? I, I honestly. I guess have you no could idea. smoke it. I don't. I, get, I don't know. I've had it's cheek my freezer. and tongue. Cheek and tongue is is delicious. It's incredibly oh, yeah, tender. Had, There's a good yeah. flavor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fuck if I know. Will you, how long do you? How long do you throw that on the grill? Like how do you even? How do you even rotate a head? I don't have tongs big enough. I don't know. Right. Like exactly. I don't. <laughs> how do I do that? Physically, the functional issue here, I have no right. idea. There's, yeah. there's a bunch of logistical problems that I need to get past <laughs> before I can even eat it. So Yeah, I'm not against eating it, but it's just I don't know how. What do you even, huh? I mean, I can't imagine, yeah. I can't imagine it comes, like, you couldn't just, like, slice it up and make, like, deli meat. It'd be, 
That'd be a pretty bad sandwich. All right. So you no. said something that I, that I do want to I want to press into. You said you did say, in my opinion, you like these bands yeah. better and all that. Do you think objectively metal is better, or it's just more inclined to you as a person? It's just kind of you. Oh, I, I, uh, I learned I, at one time I would have told you completely objectively it's better. Yeah. But now now I'm not I'm not like that anymore. I uh, I've learned. I've said this to you before, but I mean, no one else has heard it, but, uh, I, I have to tolerate other people's music <laughs> and it's just not my thing, but it's not, I don't hate you for it. I don't, you can like what you like. Music's one of those things. And I think this is, this is actually, I think I'm quoting Joe Rogan or paraphrasing Joe Rogan. People can watch movies, right? And I could like a movie and you could say, ah, I didn't really like that movie, but yeah. But I see which I see why you liked it, right? Or you could do the same thing with food. I didn't really like that taco, but I see why you liked it. Yeah. You know? Music's one of those things where, like, I'll rock out. I could rock out to something in my car, and my wife will get in and be like, "This is the worst music I've ever heard," <laughs> and immediately <laughs> and need to turn like it off. Metal. She even does like some metal. Well, she yes, likes the, the general point. Yeah, she likes. Uh, generally, she likes the music. She just doesn't like it when there's any sort of non-melodic vocal. <laughs> non singing. Anything that's not right. an actual sing song singing lyric. song voice. Yeah. She ain't trying to scream. But she's no, not, I, yeah, she's done. It's one thing I have always appreciated. Because, I mean, we've done vacations together. You and your family have stayed over at my house, and we've stayed over at your house. And, like, the, the like when we did come over, you played, like, Zeppelin. You know what I mean? It, 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 was, yeah. it was more to say, I mean, it's weird to even say Led Zeppelin is family friendly music, but nowadays it really is. Nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 as, it's as soft as rock as I can go. But, like, in my opinion, objectively speaking, Led Zeppelin is better than, like, Sum 41. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think there's an argument to be made that Sum 41 is technically more talented than Led Zeppelin. But oh, in no. general... Well, if you're talking talent, definitely not. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I'll, but, I'll argue to the death that almost all the musical talent is in metal. <laughs> really? But I, but I won't I won't say that's objectively true. Yeah, it's just, I mean, say, again, it's just your opinion. Yeah. I, and I but respect I'll argue it, death. <laughs> I, I genuinely, I do respect that because like I'll go with you on most metal and just like food, honestly, just using the, the food analogy, like we've done that Torchy's taco, like yeah. four hottest tacos thing. And one and two, I was with you. They were really hot and I really liked them. They were good. Three was pushing my limit. And that four alarm, whatever the hell thing that you were like, it's pretty good. And I was like, I hate this. Like I, I there's no denying yeah. it. I absolutely hate it. This is, this is painful and I don't like it. And that's, <laughs> There is some the metal is. that goes that goes that far where I'm just like, this is just assaulting my eardrums. And, and that taco assaulted my tongue. Same thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 like it, very similar concepts. Well, then, I, then I think. What's a, so now I have a question for you. Hmm. So you just said some metal assaults your eardrums. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you have an example? I wish. I really wish I could come up with an example because, like, it's it's just playlists on Spotify that, like, I'll go down and, like, four or five songs in a row I'll listen to and really like, and then the one will pop up and I'll just hit skip. Like, 30 seconds in, I'm just like, oh, I can't do this right here. It's just, it's just too much. And maybe it is, like, a time of day thing or whatever, but, like, I actually, I tend to use metal is, is the way, like, I enjoy it and I appreciate it and I listen to it, but I tend to use it. Rarely am I casually sitting around listening to metal like if i come back from lunch and i had like 26 emails from a bunch of people all needing shit i'm like oh time for metal i need i need that you know speed riffs and just energy and all that or like if i'm lifting like guaranteed it's time for metal i use it but if i'm just like kind of chilling it 
I, I find that it, it just it sometimes in certain bands go too hard. Like honestly, I like Behemoth, but uh, it was a Behemoth station that was based on. Man, I'm not going to get any of the names. It's not going to matter. But there's a few. Yeah, yeah. It just you know it, it just goes too far in my opinion. But that's that's going to be my question to you. Do you have situations that you listen to metal more or less? I mean, it, can you put a number on it? Let's do there. Can you put a, a percentage of the time that you listen to metal compared to anything else? Oh, yeah, it's probably 95%. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but but that's, that's uh, like I said earlier, metal is so broad. Like, it is. Like that, uh, that band Leprous, which if I played it for anybody and didn't tell them anything about it, and asked them, what genre is this? I, almost no one would say metal. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah, you, it's, but it's, but it's filed under metal. Because it's, it's almost like that Devin Townsend issue. Um, yeah, he, sometimes he's not metal. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of songs where, like this would not be considered metal at all. Nobody, if, if nobody knew who they were, if you just heard the one song, it's like, this guy isn't metal. And then he starts to scream and do all those things. Like, oh, no, no, he absolutely is. He just no, doesn't not. always. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, all right. But he chooses his spots, which is kind of more how I appreciate the, the genre in general. But, oh, there's another question I was going to get to you. Do you care about the lyrics? Do, do yes. you? Well, so, it, okay. it depends. It depends. But uh, if, uh, if it's a band that I, that's like in my top 10 bands, type of thing like the ones i really kind of care about yeah then yeah i care about the lyrics if i'm just listening casually and something from like august burns red comes on a spotify playlist they're not really i, I think they're actually pretty good but they're not really my thing so but i just don't really care what they're saying it's just kind of pretty good metal music yeah if august burns red do they have a christmas album they, they do, do have a Christmas album. They I do. really like that Christmas album. <laughs> it's actually Sarah, pretty good, yeah. Sarah absolutely hates it. But my wife hates it, but I freaking like it. They're pretty great musicians, actually. But they're okay. But I, they're I, I am with you. Drummer. I I cannot not listen to the lyrics. If I'm listening to a song and somebody is saying something, I it, it is very hard for me to turn that off. I have to pay attention. That is, it, it's just a thing that's in my and like that is it is annoyed me like just in a you know just driving around with sarah on like road trips or whatever song like you know we're listening to the radio or whatever podcast podcast spotify playlist or whatever <laughs> and uh you know a song will come up and i was like these lyrics are so trite and so terrible and i can't not that i could write better lyrics i know i couldn't write better lyrics that's not the point i just can't it turns me off to a song so fast oh, yeah, immediately. do you, that's you why, feel the same that's why i hate bruno mars ah uh, in the weekend and that kind of shit yeah like yeah uh, the first time I heard Bruno Mars, somebody at work was telling me about him and said I should listen to Grenade. So I listened to Grenade. Do you know what the first line in that song is? I don't. He says, I remember it vividly because it, it, it was a switch flipped, and I was like, I'm done with this. Three seconds. After the first line. I, I still listen to the rest of the song, but I was like, I, I've checked out. Mentally, I've checked out. Because he checked out when he was writing it. <laughs> the, his first line is, the first time we kissed, you had your eyes open. Why did you have your eyes open? Fuck off. Motherfucker, I mean. your eyes were open. That's what I you saw it. If you saw it, you did. Ugh, ugh. Right. I hate it. I, dude, same thing uh, with the with that Justin Bieber lyric. Like, I, I can appreciate that you can sing well, and if you can write a good song, awesome. But if you're singing about shit that I can't relate to or that kind of like, that one song, yeah, like, like I can't, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Like, this is dumb. This is right. really, really dumb. Like, That's I can't, really dumb. I can't do it. it sounds unless, like a neurological problem. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, or like how much cocaine did you really do? Like, right, just, exactly. If you can't feel your face, you have a problem. But uh, yeah. the, the, I, I can cross the line or I can, I can flip that switch off if I know you're purposefully being dumb. 
much oh, like yeah, yeah. either absolutely. like death clock if it's tongue or, in cheek or something yes yeah, absolutely. yes you're doing it on purpose you you are bending it on on purpose to like almost bring it full circle to be like i'm writing lyrics but these are so stupid on like austrian death machine is yeah. one of my favorite bands They're to work funny. out to because yeah like the, the lead singer pretends to be uh uh arnold schwarzenegger and all the lyrics yeah. are like and like that's yeah. As long it's, as we it's both over the know, top on purpose. Yes. You knew you wrote it to be dumb. I know you wrote it to be dumb. I'm down. If you're trying to present me some just third grade reading level lyrics, I can't get down on it. If you're presenting this as like, look what I did. Like, this is shit. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can't get down on it. And I find myself getting defensive about it. I admit that. I, I, find, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I do. Do you... I tend to wonder why I get defensive and why other people, some people get super defensive over the music they like. Do, why is that? Do you think? Why, why is music I, I such mean, a I big think part? Uh, well, think, think of it. You just said you use metal, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I, I know you listen to music nearly 24 seven. Can't turn it off. Can't turn it yes. off. So really can't. I honestly, like it, it's, it's not a problem, but I can't, I start my no, day I with it. I can't it. not do it. I didn't say it was a problem. You said it. Sarah, my wife does. My, my wife is like, <laughs> oh, okay. you, no, it's fine. My wife is like, you always have music on. I'm like, no, yeah, all, all, always, literally always. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, music for me, uh, unless unless I've just got a new album, like when I get a new vinyl, I'll just go downstairs and like, yeah. listen to it. Play maybe play some pool. While I listen to it or something like that. Yeah, same. But otherwise, uh, if I'm listening to music, it's because I'm in a certain kind of mood, and I want that to either reverse that mood because maybe if i'm in a bad mood i want it to reverse it or i want to like enhance that mood right yes yes so i think it's it's a little bit like religion in that way where you want you want religion to do a certain thing for you right so you get defensive over it when somebody questions it Ooh. so when uh, when a muse when music when somebody listens to taylor swift and that makes them want to dance and makes them really happy then i point out how stupid their lyrics are they her lyrics are <laughs> like, like no one they get people do get upset because they're like well i was really happy and now you're saying yeah. but I, what's making me happy doesn't make you happy i don't know that's that's just how i think about it no i i really like because it is it's very it, that's that's a good simile it's very similar to religion and as much as people's identities can get wrapped up in it, it's it's how you present yourself. Like right. if you're a, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, like you've got T-shirts and shit. Just like I mean, you know, just like a lot of the Christians I know, and that's fine. You're allowed to have T-shirts, but have like you know Christian T-shirts and things like that. Like that's that's a thing that that, that exists. That's it. Wow, that's interesting. Like because I think wow, I, I really really like that. That's that is that's it. Could you do you mind if we go down the religious road? I don't know that we've ever like care. really chatted up before. Do you? We did it in a hot tub once. (laughs) Oh yeah, but that was at like that was at like midnight and like fifteen beers deep. That is a right. It might have been a little high, a little drunk. Oh boy, were we ever? (laughs) No, no big deal. All right, so let's no, let's do this. Okay, do you believe in God? Whatever God is, it's not even necessarily a man or a woman or even a human esque deity. Is there something? Yeah. Well, you asked two questions there. To your, to your first question, do I believe there's a God? The answer is no. To the question, uh, is there something? I don't know. Interesting. And I appreciate I would that. Call I, myself say, a, I would call myself an agnostic atheist. I, I want to say that's, that was, uh, that's what brought us down. We, we started really digging in when I realized that you were comfortable saying you don't know because I don't know. Who's, nobody knows. Any, nobody anyone, knows. Anybody who says they do know is lying. Yep. 
they're either lying to themselves or they're lying to you, and I'm, I never know which one. But I, to have no. a conversation with that is pointless at that point. Now, hmm. no, I don't want—I don't want to be like too pedantic, but like if you were to sit down and define a god, I could say that god doesn't exist based on whatever you define. But if I'm, you just say, "Does God exist as a anything, like created the universe, whatever?" I don't know. That's the that's the only belief I can get behind is that it. As soon as you try to nail down any details, that's uh, I leave. I'm out. I, I mentally to steal your term, I check out because it's just like what do we? I, I don't think it even matters. Who cares if there is in fact a god, which I believe there is, but I have no proof and no idea how you would even try to prove that. Why does it matter what god is? It, it is very pointless, in my opinion, to try. Like who cares? It, you know, right. if God's oh. a man or a woman or a lizard, who cares? What's the what's the <laughs> difference? Like what, what genuine? Okay, so then, do you believe in an afterlife or, or any uh, version of you, Lars, the soul, whatever your soul is? Is there any part of you that is permanent? Uh, I would say I don't think so. I would hmm. say, uh, but there's no way. I mean, there's no way to know that either. No one's ever come back. So, <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus did after uh, three days, all sir. Right. Sir, uh, sir, sir. <laughs> all right. My apologies. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure he was real, by the way. But the <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> would you Would you want there to be an afterlife? If you If you were able to choose, you know, what comes next? Would you choose something, or you know, the, the quote unquote eternal sleep metaphor? Would you want to use that? Would you rather that? I guess it would depend. Like any time, uh, like any times, like a, a Christian has argued with me over this. They always they do talk about heaven, and any time heaven's ever been described to me, it, it always sounds like it sounds horrible to me. It does. I mean, I, it, it really does. Even 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 in the versions where people are like you're in like complete joy at all times, I was like, well, I don't want to be in complete joy at all times. Yeah, that's that, just stasis. That's that just means, boring. <laughs> that means you have a chemical imbalance in your brain like <laughs> <laughs> or the you know beauty like i love the idea in theory that you're just always happy but then like wouldn't you just get used to it i mean even if you eat like if you order your right it would, food, it would end up wouldn't it yeah exactly wouldn't it make you eventually you'd lead to like depression because like yes it, you would be your, your emotional state would you'd flatline like it, it, it's right in fact, here's a, here's a terrible metaphor. Oh, my God, this is bad, but go with me. Sarah was not uh, – Sarah and the kids went to South Dakota last weekend. So I was home yes. alone for three days. I door dashed bacon cheeseburgers five different times. Twice from Wendy's, once from – it doesn't matter. But five different <laughs> double bacon cheeseburgers just over and over and over. And by the fifth one, I didn't even enjoy it. I literally took yeah. one bite and was like, God damn it. This isn't even good. Why did you do this? But I just finished it because it's – of course – if you only have happy, happy is mute. If you only have your favorite right. food, and yours might not, whoever listening is not, might not be a bacon cheeseburger. But if you only have that thing all day, every day, forever, you're gonna hate it after a while. Yeah, Why would you? It, it gets bland. It, it's yeah. There's no there's no spice. <laughs> so is the only functional, in your opinion, is, is the only functional afterlife the only good next step? One that also involves negativity. One that has good and bad left well, and right I said, up. And like, you know what I mean? Uh, that would be the only afterlife that'd be worth because nobody I mean eventually somebody might be in so much pain or, or suffering that they want to die but nobody wants to die so if someone said you just get to keep on living here 
that might be all right. But even then, I I, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. The, the way I view Afterlife is, uh, I think Christopher Hitchens said this, so I'm going to steal his line. He said, it's probably a lot like before you were born. Hmm. But here's, and don't get me wrong, I like that. In fact, uh, Vance, a co-host who's usually on the show, uh, we he's a staunch atheist, and we have had screaming match arguments. I love that guy to death. And doesn't matter, you know. It's, we're just, you know, he, in the same way that if we ever screamed at each other, the next day, I'd be like, "We good? All right, cool, thanks, bye." Like, you know, it, it wouldn't. It's cool. Same thing. He has quoted that line before, and here's my only issue with that. I dreamt last night. I know for a fact I dreamt last night. I woke up and I went, "Oh, that was a weird dream." And right now, I couldn't tell you anything that happened. I have no idea. I didn't remember it. I didn't write it down. You know what I mean? But something did happen, whether or not it physically happened. But you know what I mean? In my head, I at least believed that something was going on, and now I can't remember any of it. What if that's what was before life? What if it was this crazy, fantastical world, and we just, day one when you're born, you just forget it, much like waking I mean, up? That's pot, but that's where that uh, that analogy saying uh, would still make sense. Like, I, I, I don't deny that's a possibility. I mean, with the, with the number of near-death experiences and stuff like that, it, it's it's completely possible that some part of your brain, like, uh, I mean, th- this is something that I've thought of when I've been, like, really crazy high. Like, have you ever, f- I, I know you felt this, like, where you feel like you're literally on an energy wave? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I've thought in that state, and you shouldn't take anything you think about in that state too seriously but (laughs) (laughs) i've thought in that state at one time like if i died maybe this is just what happens i become energy and i continue to exist that way and i move on to the next thing maybe yeah no i dude i i buy that completely and first of all the caveat that you can't take anything in those states of mind too seriously you gotta take them with a grain of of, oh yeah of reality somebody tried to tell me they uh, they tried uh, dmt one time and they're like that totally proved god to me and this i was like i was like realize your brain was like misfiring and making you see shit and i I did i did acid one time and i saw little gnome things jumping all over my friend's head and i don't believe in gnomes so yeah i I believe (laughs) i I, in when i tried dmt at least one of the times that i tried it and you know i I will again because it's awesome i believe in the (laughs) moment that i was talking to god while i was high i was like oh my god you are god and you yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and then I woke up and I was like, well, who fucking knows what that was? Just like any other dream. It was but probably like, dude, a conversation in your head. It easily could have been. It could, it have could been. it have been truly the ultimate end all deity being that created and started and is forever? Yes, it very well could have been. Is it likely that that's true? I don't know how you could argue there's any percent chance that that's any more real than any other dream you've ever had. But I will tell you right. this I was with some friends uh, one time. They've been on the show. I don't know if they want me telling the story, so I'm not going to name them. <laughs> we did uh, we did acid and mushrooms at the same time, which anybody listening, don't do that unless you are fully prepared for a day's worth of work. Oh, yeah. And I mean work, not fun. It goes well past fun real fast. You are working now. You have to process that you are even still you and you're not. Anyways, we literally Jeez. became waves of energy. We were intersecting beams of light that were rhythmically mu- moving to the music. We were listening to, uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't, yeah, I can't, I'm not gonna be, oh yeah, no, it's Led Zeppelin actually. Uh, what we were, and we became, in the moment, we could see each other, but we didn't see our physical forms. We saw past it to this, this, you know, the vibration of life or whatever. And at the time, it feels like that very well could be what comes next or, or what is the true baseline to this reality that it, it, we might just be energy. But it's, 
it's just so impractical. It's just not a functional state of mind to attempt to to bring into the the sober consciousness. Like in the moment, it made sense. In the moment, it's like, oh, all matters, just energy condensed to a slow vibration. Yeah, it makes sense. But it's like, well, I got to go to fucking work tomorrow. So like, maybe not. Right. <laughs> maybe I got to get in my goddamn car and use right. gasoline, you know, the whole thing. Like, exactly. so it's, it's, it's very hard to juxtapose what feels real in the moment, what feels very real in the moment. And then, you know, two, three days later, when just like waking up from a dream, it starts to fizzle and starts to fade and you start to question like, well, was that really, you know what I mean? Like fucking, it, it, who knows? So, okay. If you could... Let's say there's let's say there's this theoretical door. There's a door in a field in you know some recess of a Brazilian forest or whatever. If you open that door, you will get all of your answers about the afterlife or God or the true nature of reality. You will know it for a fact. You will be confronted with it. You will have to know it. And you will bear that burden forever. That truth. Would you open it? Uh, a- absolutely. Me too. And there's no question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people hesitate, and I respect if you hesitate that. I'm not mad at you for that, but oh my god, hey, that's yeah. But here's I, absolutely. Here's the follow-up. I think question. I think only the only person that would hesitate is if they're they're afraid of the answer. Like, what if I'm wrong? See, if that, I'm I wrong, I, I want I want to know if I'm wrong. Tell me, somebody <laughs> fucking I want I I can correct I can correct something right. whatever it is I can so I, I, so I want to know the truth. I don't want to believe untrue things. Thank you. As that's, much as that, possible. Yeah, I would much rather prove myself 100% wrong and then correct it and move on than go about believing that, oh, I just, uh, you know, this is ignorance, is bliss. ignorance is bliss. I, I don't agree with that as a philosophy. No. Ignorance is not bliss at, at all. So, okay, here's my question then. You, you walk through this door, you are confronted with the truth. What do you do with that knowledge? R- regardless of if the truth is there is an afterlife and there is a God or there's definitely not 100%, you now know for a fact 100%. What do you do with that information? Uh, I mean, I would I would definitely tell the people closest to me. But then everybody else... Well, and, and even those people would be... It would be pick and choose. Yeah. Because let's say... Uh, you know, uh, on Saturday, Richard's coming to your house, and he's yeah. very Catholic, right? Oh, I love that guy. We've had many religious conversations. Right. He's very Catholic. So if I open the door and there is no God, and it just turns out there is nothing afterwards, right? Yeah. Let's say that's the case. You now know it. It has been proven. I probably won't tell him. Yeah? No, there's no reason to take away, because his religion obviously makes him happy, and it's obviously something that's very central to him, and why would I destroy that for him? Especially since he's one of those religious people that's basically harmless. Yeah, yeah, he's not a dick about it. I've always right. appreciated that. He's so, always been super cool about it. So, in my opinion, his his kind of belief is completely harmless. It doesn't bother me. There's no reason to burst his bubble. Would you burst certain people's bubbles? Don't name them. Would you burst yeah. certain people's bubbles? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably get a certain amount of pleasure from bursting some people's <laughs> I've had this conversation with Vance a couple of times, and he genuinely believes that if all religion was removed, the world would be a better place. Do you agree? Uh, uh, generally. You don't think people suck? You think that religion is, is the corrupting no, that's agent? that's why I said generally. Ah. So, yeah, there are sucky people. Like, Fair, there, are, obviously. there are bad atheists, too. Oh, yeah, there's shithead like, atheists, there's shitheads yeah. Christians, there's shithead right. Muslims, there's shithead so, everybody. Yeah, fine. shithead everybody. They're just a certain percentage of people are going to be shitheads. Right? <laughs> That's just a fact. There's nothing you can get do to get around it. Uh, but religion is one of the few things thing, that can get a good person to do a bad thing. 
Oh. But it's not all religious people. Some religious no. people go to church and and like it more for the the community aspect and the fellowship and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like Richard, he's always been yeah, a great guy. He likes that. They like that kind of stuff. It's they're, um, they like helping people through that mechanism. Right? Oh yeah, soup kitchens so, and shit that the church does is amazing. Right. Genuinely, yeah, so, that's awesome. So yeah, I think generally, if everyone. If no one had religious beliefs, you would get rid of that percentage of people that hmm. are good people that do bad things in the name of religion. Is there anything? Because I'm tr- I'm just trying to poke holes in that theory because that's a great fucking theory, and I, I hate that I can't find a problem with it. Is there anything else that could that would supplant that? That would that would then replace it? Because I, I don't know that I could find. Because like the people have killed stuff. each other. People have killed each other at like sporting events. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. in parking lots there, of like, football yeah. games. Or I mean, like if and you that's... talk bad about BVB, man. That might be how you say it. I don't know. But yeah, like, <laughs> so, but the, the percentages of people that do that is so much smaller. I mean, it's infinitesimally yeah, yeah. smaller than the percentages of, you know, there's never been a war started in the name of sports. Right. There's never been war. There's never been a genocide. I mean, like, huh. No, that I like. I, I like that. I'm gonna have to next time I advance on. I'm gonna to throw that his way. Religion is is the only thing that can make good people do bad things. It's so, huh? That's deep, bro. I, I don't I like know. If it's that. the only thing. It's but it's well, one of the only it, things. Certainly, yeah. It's certainly a thing. I get only is not fair. That's not accurate. But it is. It is a force that has the power behind it to make people that would otherwise not do that kind of shit do that kind of whatever negative right. thing. Me. Wow. That's heavy, bro. I like that. I don't know where to go from there. I think this might be where we wrap it up because that was that was. <laughs> I didn't expect it. I didn't expect to go from metal music to religion makes good people. Do I bad mean, they things, are I they like are it. quite intermingled, honestly. Like especially no. once you get to a certain point in metal music, like there's a lot of intersection. A lot of it is metal music's very anti-religion, but in its own sense, that becomes a my, my thing with religion but, and it. It, much like what you said about about Richard or anybody else, if you enjoy it and it makes you happy and you don't hurt anybody and push it on people, it's the same as anything else. It's the same as that spicy shit food that you eat. That as long as you don't push it on me, I'm good. Right. And like you, you can have it. Eat. I don't mind. Right. Yeah, like I don't. I don't <laughs> mind. You can you can go over there and eat all. The as a nuts. matter of fact, uh, whenever you or Will or whoever comes over and I pull out my hot sauce and I put whatever I put on whatever we're eating, my burger, my taco, whatever. You or Will will inevitably follow behind me and pull that same bottle out, and I will warn you, do not put that on there. It's really spicy. I got to try it. I just had – even that one said mild. It literally said on the bottle mild. Although I did say that one's okay, but (laughs) it apparently wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't at all. Oh man! Well, dude, Jen, thank you for coming on, man. Let's do this again. And, this and was whenever, fun. dude, this is awesome. Whenever you do start, anybody listening, Metal Dads podcast, I think is coming yep. soon. So uh, I, soon. I'm down to come on all the time. And once I'm once I'm off the uh, the no alcohol thing. Oh I, my god, how's that going? I didn't. Really, what fine. are you drinking then? You've been drinking a can. I assumed it was beer. Oh, it's it's La Croix. Ah, <laughs> delicious. It's just something fizzy because yeah. otherwise it's water. <laughs> It's water and it's tea, tea and yes. I'm like, well, at least this is fizzy, I guess. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, man, good for you, bro. Well, uh, well, genuinely, again, thank you for coming on. Anybody listening, I, I need to say this more. Thank you. Uh, I'm not kidding. You guys are awesome. I saw actually a, a spike in listens last week. So thank you, guys. I love you guys. See you next time. Awesome. See you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. That was good, dude. Holy